Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Forever in Our 20s. It's your girl Noelle, aka the Money Making Stallion, aka your girlfriend's worst nightmare. And I have a special guest with me today, so I'll let him introduce himself. How you guys doing? It's Malik here, aka Leek So Wavy, aka Mr. Faithful. And I'm glad to be on uh, today with Noelle. So today we're going to be discussing the ins and outs of the talking stage. And yeah, so we're going to get started. So, Malik, what do you feel is, like, the talking stage? Personally, I would definitely say the talking stage is just as it says it is talking. It's building up um, communication with someone, um, not on some consistent, I have to talk to them each and every day, I have to be worrying about them 24-7, but it's just uh, building up a, a repertoire with them, just building up a familiarity and just kind of getting to know them. Okay, I can I can definitely agree on that. Uh, the talking stage for me, and I can say for females as well, because I will be advocating for us females on uh, this specific episode. So I could definitely say that for us, it's more, it could be more emotional in certain senses. But the gist of what I consider the talking stage to be is just that when, you know, like you said, when you're just talking to somebody and Sometimes it leads to more, sometimes it doesn't lead to more, but I think that in certain instances that females can have a little bit more of an emotional tie than guys do. Um, also, I want to, you know, piggyback on that a little bit with the whole females and their emotions, because I will be advocating for the guys, of course, but um, I feel like this is a lot of the times during the time of the stage where it's uh, filling out the vibe, and I know females hate that. They hate when guys be like, what is this vibe and all this stuff? Like, what does that mean? But it really is filling out a vibe because being with someone, like, you really have to be connected with them. So I feel like the talking stage is probably more important than people think, but then they over-dramaticize it, unfortunately. But okay. yeah, yeah, you go ahead, girl. <laughs> over-dramaticize, okay. Um, so we're going to get into, like, what expectations do you feel like the talking stage has and like what personally you feel like you expect out of someone who is in the talking stage with you. Now I want you to start this one. This seems just seems like more <laughs> the alley. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um so I feel like the expectations of the talking stage for me personally is just oh I don't want to get too sentimental but or like too much in my feelings. But I think that for me personally, the talking stage would just be um, an open line of communication. Definitely honesty. I think it has a lot to do with us, yes, being on the same page. But maybe depending on where I am in my life at that point, like maybe, you know, a few months ago, I was just in a talking stage with somebody because, you know, I just wanted to talk to someone. Or maybe now I just want to talk to somebody because maybe now I'm ready to settle down and look for something a little bit more. So I think that the talking stage and, and my expectations for the talking stage is a little, I want like, I don't really know. Like it's, it's, it's weird because I think that the talking stage is like, can happen at any point in your life. And I think that right now I'm in a weird spot. So me in the talking stage with somebody is like, uh, I don't really know if I'm looking for something. I don't really know what I expect for you. Yeah, I could definitely attest to like the talking stages. It's a big gray area, I would definitely say, because when you come in, you don't want to come in with expectations because you don't know the person. You want to actually get to know them. But then everybody's human. Everybody knows what they not. I ain't gonna say everybody knows what they want to know what they don't want. But it's like you might come in just talking to make a friend or they might be coming in and talking and they want a whole relationship. So I think the talking stage, um, as ironic as it sounds, is when you do come up with the expectations, you're really talking, like, let people know what you really do expect from them. Um, even if you don't have, like, clear-cut expectation, like, oh, yeah, I want us to talk for this amount of time and see if we can develop a relationship, it could be like, oh, okay, I'm not looking for anything serious or I am looking for something serious or I'm just really trying to just chill, focus on myself right now. But you seem interested. So I do want to actually talk to you. And if something happens, it happens. But um, a lot of people 
don't want to say too much or come off too strong and then they scare the person off. So yeah, communication starts off already and it's a stage of communicating. I think that the biggest thing I can speak for the female population is scaring someone off with their expectations. Like you don't and and I think that a lot of um females I can speak for, you know, some of my personal friends that we come on a little too strong sometimes. So it's like we have to think about it and be like, "Okay, let's pull back and not let, you know, this guy think that we're out here being quote unquote crazy already with the expectations what we have. But I think that it's just a little bit harder to really say like what the expectations are since you said it is such a gray area, but we'll know like what we're looking for versus what we're not looking for when we see it. So we'll know like, you know, when you do something, oh yeah, I like that. Or when you, you know, you do something else that is a little, mm, we're like, oh yeah, we're like, we don't like, like that. We don't like that. Like it's a turn off. So I think that you do make a good point with um saying that as well. Um, also, I, I do want to add to it. It's like with the the whole expectations for this stage, I feel like you shouldn't come in with high expectations because I know with me personally, I can attest to um, when females do start talking to me, a lot of times I get, oh, I wasn't expecting you to be like this. I was expecting you to be this bad guy who treats women. I mean, he's like a womanizer, all this stuff. Like, you're just trying to come in and get sex, be on your way. And I don't know if it's, you know, because of physical attributes, I'm assuming so. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming, like, that's the case of it. But that's not me at all. And then once they get to know me, then it's like, Oh wow! If I came in with no expectations, I'd have known he's a really nice guy. He has interests that most guys don't have. You mean very open-minded, um, into romantic movies? Like people don't even think about that about with me. Mm-hmm. So I think the expectations coming in can be very um, demeaning because it's like just get to know someone actually like spend the time to talk to them and get to know them even if it's the simple stuff that people don't like of asking what's your favorite color and like stuff like that but how else are you gonna really find out you mean like this is the time to know it that's just me but i think that that also goes into like intentions some people Mm -hmm. come into the talking stage thinking that yeah like i'm just here for sex like yeah, maybe I'll ask her. Maybe I'll entertain her for a week. And then, you know, eventually, like, I'm just... I know that at the end of the day, what I'm really looking for is sex. And I'm just gonna... When I get that, then I'm gonna get, keep it pushing. And I don't want to say it, like, just for guys to, you know, specifically. But, you know, females have the tendency to be like that, too. Like, you know, I'm not gonna even sit here and try and be biased. Because it's like a two-way street. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I see it more in guys that are just like, oh, yeah, like, okay, I know that, you know, she cute or whatever, like, you know, I'm going to try and get her number, I'm going to text her, whatever, and then, you know, hoping by, if if I don't get no nothing out of two weeks, then it's like, all right, I'm going to keep it pushing. So, like, I feel like it also has a lot to do with the intentions that you get out of it, or like, you know, your intentions going into it, let me say. I think guys' perspective, um, they everybody knows that guys hate the dreaded term. What are we? What are we doing? What's going on here? You mean guys hate that because you mean they're trying to get to know a female? But I think females need to know the right time to go about that. Like if I'm texting you second day, and you're talking about what is this? What are we? What are we building to? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know your last name. I don't even know your last name yet. I'll be talking about what are we, what are we doing? But then you wait until like maybe a few weeks in and only thing we do is have sex. We don't even go out nowhere, none of that. And now you're talking about what are we? I thought this was just, just sex. Now all of a sudden it's, we had to have a relationship. Like, hold on. Yeah, I think that that's something. And in that specific case, it's like, 
kind of know that if you portray yourself to be a certain way that the other person whether it's male or female is kind of gonna think of you that way so it's like if I'm coming to you and I'm like you know I want to go out I want to do things but we haven't had sex yet then you're like thinking damn like maybe she's not for sex or maybe it's just not the right time but at the same time if I'm coming to you and I'm like all right like you know what's up like I'm not even trying to go out and do stuff like, you know, let's just go home type thing. Like, then it's like, okay, I can't really expect the guy to think much of me when that's the only thing that our interference is like based upon. Mm-hmm. Like, we just, if if it's just sex, then I can't really be mad at him for expecting nothing more than just sex. Okay, so I wanted to know personally, um, if you were willing to share with the listeners any bad experiences that you've personally had in like the um, talking stage. Definitely in the talking stage, the the worst is it'll probably be a little bit more deep in the talking stage because in the beginning everything's really chill because you don't really know them too well. But once you get deeper in and then it's the whole I wish you were like this or I wish you would do this type thing and it's like we don't really know each other yet and you're trying to change me. Like, don't try to change me. That's not me. So Change you that, like how though? Like specifically like, you know, give give us an example. Okay, so a perfect example is personally me. Um people attributed this to like me being a Capricorn. I don't really care about it, but <laughs> oh he's not overly emotional and stuff like that. And it'd be like me, I'm really not into the big into emotion. I'm not about to sit there and cry. I'm not about to sit there and tell you my hearts and dreams and all that stuff. And it's like, that's not me. I'm I'm really like a show not tell type of person. And people are like, oh, I wish you would do. I wish you would be like more emotionally invested and stuff like that. And it's like, that's not me. Like, why are you asking me to do something? That's not me. So that really um, annoys me. It's like, don't try to make me be your dream guy, I guess you could say. If you don't accept me as I am now, then it's just, unfortunately, just keep it pushing. But I would never expect anyone to change if that's just not what they are. If they change it for the better and they want to change, that's one thing. But changing them to something they don't want to do, that's a whole nother thing. Okay. Um, I can personally say that a bad experience that I've had in the talking stage is kind of currently what I'm going through now with a guy. And I just feel that he is kind of dragging his feet. He'll send mixed signals. Like, you know, like we just started talking as just friends. And I think that me getting to know like a little bit about him kind of had me catching a little bit of feelings, but you know, I'm not going to say anything because I think that it's just kind of weird if I'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of feeling you. And he's like, oh, I just thought we were friends. (laughs) So it's like, it's weird because, you know, once I'll kind of like, once I feel like, um, once I feel like I like you or like I'm feeling something about you it's like okay I'm not gonna tell you like you know that just for the fact that I'm not really sure how you're gonna react to it but I might flirt here and there and you know he ended up catching on but it's just like now it's weird because it's like okay the flirting is reciprocated now at first it was just me flirting but now the flirting is reciprocated and I'm not sure if you're just flirting back because you're like okay yeah she's cute or whatever or you're flirting back because it's like dang okay like maybe I I never saw it like this before but now that it's been initiated maybe I wouldn't have a problem with you know possibly expressing feelings so it's just weird like it the talking stage is weird and I think that the mixed signals portion of it is just like confusing so I, I don't really know. It's just, like I said, it's just weird. <laughs> it's it's funny with the whole mixed signal things because um, I had an experience where me and female thought I was sending mixed signals. And I was like, okay, I can see where that's coming from. And it got to the point where we were in a talking stage for like 
maybe like a month and a half, definitely no more than two months. And like, um, it was like good communication. We never established anything. Like, did we like each other? I mean, yeah, it was it was a I mean decent amount of liking each other. But then it got to the point where she was like, maybe it's a possibility that I have like an insy teeny little bit of like love for you. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> so that's why it's like that talking stage, it could really it could really mess you up. And now it's like, yo, anytime it's an argument, they're calling it breakups instead of just disagreements. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, um, yeah, so the talking stage could really, it could, it could do a number on you. I can say that for sure. And I can speak for myself personally when I say that sometimes the talking stage just starts off with me just wanting to just talk to somebody. And out of nowhere, you're like, wait, hold on. I've been trying to deny this for weeks now, but I really feel like I got feelings for this kid. And it's like, you will sit back and really think about it to yourself. Like, how did shit get so real so quick? And it's like, you honestly are not going to know where it comes out of. Like, I think that it's easier to establish a relationship and know the expectations that you want from your significant other in a relationship. But when things aren't established from the beginning and you kind of don't set those expectations, which is weird because you can't set expectations for something that isn't really a real commitment. So it's like, but if you don't set those things and then they're not there, it's like things can just get, totally taken out of context and and feelings can just get hurt so quick that things just just everything just about it with you and that other person just starts to get so messy so quick and I don't even know how At, at a certain point it's like it can be it can ruin that type of connection that you have with that person because now it's like okay for you know speaking for the females like she oh she got crazy like, you know, she started doing this and doing that. And like, I don't know where this is coming from. So what the guy going to do is he going to put his hands up and he going to walk away. Mm-hmm. He'll just yeah. stop answering your messages, stop answering your FaceTime calls, block you on social media because he feel like you watching him. And then it's clipped. Like, it's over. I'm like, I don't understand how, like, things just escalate to that point that I feel like even relationships don't get crazy like that. Word of advice. I feel like this is more for like the females than males, but males can take it as well. The talking stage, you can get caught in like a twilight zone with that talking stage. Like you don't know what's going on. So I say when you really do feel like you're starting to like someone, no matter how long it takes, like if you like them within like a week or you like them within a month, I would say definitely have a talk and establish something because there's no need to go a whole three months thinking that this is about to be something that it's not or just being confused. You mean, y'all could probably be on the same page liking each other wise, but y'all don't know what's going on because y'all never communicated it. And for everybody to be talking about, oh, communication is key. Y'all are trash at communication. Just, just people in general. Y'all? It's, it's, it's the, I mean, people in general. Oh, I'm not even okay. Relax. <laughs> oh my God. But um, a lot of people, there's a lot of people in general just trash at communication. It's like, but y'all keep preaching communication is key and y'all don't be communicating like that. Just because you talk every day don't mean y'all communicate is on a hundred. And I think that like that first point that you had talked about brings in uh, important to- conversation around the talking stage. And I think like the most important, like the most important aspect of the talking stage is monogamy. And I, I want to know like, personally how you feel about having monogamy within the talking stage me i'm big on this is just me personally and i i feel like quite a few guys that you know that i know and communicated with about it like when it comes to monogamy i don't think guys are too opposed to it as females think they are but it's just a conversation like, especially being, like, a college student on campus and you're just, like, surrounded by females, it's like, if you're not, if we don't have this talk about it, then I don't think I'm in the wrong. Like, you can't get mad at a kid for eating candy all night long if you never told him he can't do it. So that's that's basically, like, our kind of mindset is 
okay, yeah, like, we talk every day, like, we hang, we go out, but it's like, if you're not saying, hey, we're exclusive, then I'm just under the presumption that I can talk to homegirl over here. I can do X, Y, and Z. Like, so that our whole thing is, once the conversation is brought up, then it's like, okay, I mean, I'll slow down, I'll chill out, you mean, solely focus on you. But it is all a conversation. I agree with that as having a conversation. I think that you can't really expect people to understand what you're thinking and give you a chance to really hear you out if you don't try and initiate the conversation. Now, from, you know, the female perspective, girls, if you are feeling like you like a guy or, you know, you want to talk to him, initiate it. Like, you don't have to make it hot. You don't have to, like, be so assertive with it. But just even, like, mentioning, like, you know, how would you feel about this? Or, like, sometimes hypotheticals. Like, and I feel like that's the most indirect way of asking somebody, but that's also the best way to get a guy to tell you how he feels without him feeling like you're personally asking him. Because there are guys out there that, in certain instances, won't tell you 110% how he's feeling about a situation when he knows that it has to do with you because you never know, like, he might not want to hurt your feelings. So he might not know how to say it in the most honest and direct way. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Actually, a good suggestion that I would say for even males or females, a cool little simple trick is give them the hypothetical, but don't say it's like, yeah, don't say, oh, well, hypothetically, how would you feel if we was together? No, no, no. Just be like, oh, so tell me why my bro and his girl was talking like this. Like, what would you do? Like, how you feel? And they'll be honest because it's not related to them. Oh, yeah, I'd have been dumped. I'd have been left. Or, nah, nah, I'd have stayed around. And that's when you really know how they would be. And then that's when you can really start judging. Oh, wow, maybe he doesn't want a relationship. So maybe he do want a relationship. So I say, like, use other people to try and get his mindset and things let's say that you have feelings for a girl but you're not you're not sure how to tell her that you want her to just be talking to you but you see that she's on dating apps like tinder and bumble and only fans and plenty of fish like whatever you know dating app like she's just on dating apps talking to people like how would you approach that situation in that sense because it gets a little bit more difficult when you see that previously that they've been talking to other people but you're interested in them i think for me my thing is is, it's coming in one not hostile not judgmental definitely coming in just asking questions getting a perspective and not making it i would say bigger than what it is like if you coming in like yo why you on Bumble, why you on Tinder? Why you got an OnlyFans? Now they're defensive, and that's not even good at all. But if you come in and you're very technical, like, um, you mean, I know we never had to talk about anything, but um, I saw you got, like, a Tinder. Like, my man showed me you have a Tinder. Like, um, I'm really vibing, I'm really feeling with you. Like, I really think that I'm just trying to be only messing with you. I hope you can do the same with me. But if you don't want to, I understand and respect it. But I'm just telling you what I'm coming from. That's it. Do you feel like it's a difference between casual dating and the talking stage? Well, I'll start with the bridge relationships. I think, yeah, talking stage is always the book. It's the bridge to relationships because you can't skip the talking stage and hop into a relationship. I mean, that's key. I do say, since you are crossing a bridge bridges do be rocky there will be times where things aren't well so you mean take note of that if you seeing some flags away across that bridge you can always turn back around and you don't gotta cross that bridge a lot of people think just because you started walking across the bridge you gotta stick it out mm, you don't have to like you, you're not forced to stay in anything so that's one and then two the the talking stage and the casual dating um, I think those actually go hand in hand pretty well. Once I say, quote unquote, the real world compared to the college world, because um, with us being in college, casual dating isn't condoned. Like, I don't care what no one says. Casual dating it, is not casual dating in college. No, it, it's not at all. Because there's no way I'm taking one girl out this night and then the, in two days I'm taking someone else out. 
now I'm messy. Now I'm... Oh, you certainly are messy, (laughs) because... That it, it it gets messy because everybody knows everything. Yeah, so that's an issue and that's the worst part. But it's like we're in a talking stage. We're not together. We didn't establish monogamy. I'm just literally playing the field. So it's like, what's the issue on me going out with multiple females? Don't mean I'm having sex with all of them. So I don't know why that's also a problem. If that was the case, that would be another topic. But. And quote unquote, I like to call it the real world because it's out of college. That happens all the time. Like you will go on dates with numerous people, like, and no one's calling you messy, no one's calling you a hoe, no one's degrading you because you're just dating. But in college, I, that's one thing I don't like in college. That's um, that's a major no no apparently. It is most definitely. Um. I can agree with a lot that you said as far as, like, it bridging the gap to relationships. But then, you know, me just having to play devil's advocate, it's like, then is a monogamous talking stage of relationship? I'm personally the wrong person to ask. I'm not going to lie. Can it be? Yes. Me, personally, I am really weird on the whole asking someone oh will you be my girlfriend i'm just not old school like that or that's not even old school apparently i guess people still do that now i just feel weird about that i feel like it's more like a just a, a calm conversation like so like we only mess with each other yeah yeah okay cool so that's just me but can that happen can it be like a monogamous talking stage absolutely if it's discussed you mean um but if it's discussed properly, say it in a way where it's, hey, I'm feeling you and I want this to be like just us talking. Don't just come up with the, hey, Malik, are you talking to any other females? Why you ask? Wow, that's kind of weird. Like, I kind of throw it on. See, don't assume. Because when you assume, what are you you're making a ass out of you and me? <laughs> don't start assuming, baby girl. Don't do that to yourself. I'm weak. <laughs> But, I mean, that's just me. I don't know what you think about it, but me, I'm probably not the best one to ask on that one. I personally think that if anything, anything associated with monogamy is a relationship. Okay. Okay. And it doesn't have to be an in-depth six months in, two years in type relationship. But it can just be, okay, if you're going to consider something to be the monogamous fucking type of agreement then it's really you saying that it's the beginning of a relationship and you know there are people out there that's definitely going to disagree with what i'm saying but i'm just stating on how i feel about it like anytime somebody wants to if a guy brings up anything that has to do with me not talking to anyone and him not talking to anyone and it just being me and him then you're asking me to get into a quote-unquote relationship with you and that's all it is but it's like other people, like I said, other people are going to see things a lot differently. But, yeah, if you're asking me to cut people off for you and you're saying that you're going to cut people off for me, you're my boyfriend at that point. Like, because it's like in a relationship, if I'm out here talking to other people, if we're in a, if we're in a relationship and you see that I'm out here talking to other people, you're going to be mad at me. Same thing with the talking stage. If you're telling me that we're in, we're in the talking stage situation, but it's just you and me, if I'm going to talk to other people, you know you're going to be tight at me. So I feel like the circumstances around, like the expectations between both are basically like, they coincide, like they're the same. I don't know. Like I said, people could be out here disagreeing with me, but that's just my opinion on how I see it. I agree with that. I can, I can, I can get behind that, actually. Um, so let's really get into, um, something that I feel like is big in the twenties range of the talking stage, which is social media. Now, social media is going to make your, in my opinion, social media makes the talking stage a lot more complex, but not just talking stage. You know, we've known that social media makes things like a lot, uh, more complicated for various other topics but specifically to the talking stage I can say that I spoke to a few of my friends and they've told me that they do applications for their 
the talking <laughs> stage. Like, they will have not like a, a whole sheet where, you know, they send it to the guy in the DM or they send it to him in the messages and they're like, we need you to fill this out before you talk to me type thing. No. But just like a mental checklist of knowing what they are looking for or what they aren't looking for, whether it's something that they are taking seriously or not. Because there are times that females might take the talking stage for a little seriously when it comes to them wanting something more eventually. Or then there's, there's there's other females that will just be like, hey, like, you know, I'm just talking to him. Maybe tomorrow I feel like I'm talking to him. Or maybe, like, maybe tomorrow I want to talk to him or maybe I don't want to talk to him tomorrow. Or maybe... You know, in three weeks, I know that I'm just going to completely delete his number and keep it moving. Or maybe in a certain situation, I know that I'm just looking for sex. So there's so many different things that like we as females, I can say that we are possibly looking for in the talking stage. So it's like she would one of my friends, she would say that if she's looking for um, something a little bit more serious, whether she just wants to vent to him and get to know things about him and possibly not even see like a relationship or she does want to see a relationship with him. She might fill out his vibe. She might, you know, look on his social media accounts, whether that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever other profiles he has going on. Like he'll look on his social media and she'll see like how many (laughs) followers he got. How many? Oh, trust me. It, it, to some females, it might, to some females, it might, not mean anything but okay. it's like okay how many how many because if he got fourteen thousand followers and he's only following 800 people back why are you only following 800 people back that that's honestly that's the first thing that's coming to my mind like, okay it's not raising a red flag and it's not a problem but it's like okay now i know i got to do a little bit more in-depth nancy drew type investigating like when it comes to you so i'm looking through your followers i'm seeing if we follow anybody in common then i'm looking at your pictures i'm seeing who's liking your pictures i'm seeing who's under your comments now trust me ladies we all know the comments will tell you all you need to know no 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 i'm sorry to stop you right there yeah check my comments i'm just a naturally funny person so if i say something back to a female i promise you that don't mean nothing. So take the comments for a grain of salt. Continue. And the only reason why I disagree is because if you got a guy and there's a female under his comments talking about, oh, yeah, you look good, da 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 Like, she's just, like, really doing the most under his comments, like, real, really being thirsty and stuff like that. I'm going to be like, hmm, let's see if he <laughs> liked it. Let's see if he commented back. And then if he commented back, then it's like, hmm, okay, now what makes you feel like you can comment back? Because the the comments, like, the comments under a guy's pictures is a lot more than, like, if, if a female comments under a guy's pictures and she's talking, like, real thirsty, imagine what's going on in the DMs. Imagine <laughs> what's going on in the messages. Imagine what happens in on FaceTime or in person and I'm like feeling stressed out just talking about this but it's like it's more to it like I feel like when I first talk to a guy I gotta do some real investigating because I'm very low-key and I don't really like too many people in my business so it's like I don't I want to know like how many people you talking to or how many people it's I feel like it's it's horrible that like I have to do this, but it's like at the same time, it's like people who are just single and out here living a best life and really not worried about what other people are thinking about them, their their accounts will tell you more about them than they will. That's just my opinion. Their account will definitely tell you more than they will. And even if they were willing to tell you something, it's not necessarily stamped that they're going to tell you 110% of the truth either. But facts don't lie. Instagram <laughs> accounts don't lie. Like, you know, if I'm getting, and this is me personally, you know, there might be other ladies out there who feel like, you know, they can do d- different things. I'm not one to sit here and comment under a guy's picture. I'm not one to really be out here heart eyeing, no, like, you know, swiping up on a story and heart eyeing and nothing, but... I feel like though if there are females out here that 
feel the need to like really do a lot. And I don't, I feel like that's judging, but still, if they feel the need to like do a lot under a guy's pictures, then it's like, you feel real comfortable with this man to be out here just heart eyeing, knowing that all of his quote unquote 14,000 followers can see what, what you're saying. Okay. Maybe maybe that's her shooting her shot. It's something that most females don't do. And uh it's very admirable to do that. Like, you mean take Why why not shoot your shot in the DMs? You right that's too. Hey, you mean? I'm not agreeing to that either. Shoot how you shoot. You mean everybody got their own shooting form. I do when I do like your whole um you and your friends, your your application process thing. Um I say me and my guys, we're, we're slightly different in the fact that because you get, especially being in college, you can get caught up very easily if not even on some, some people be trying to sneak around and, you know, try to talk to multiple people. Other people just, um, just trying to see who you hang around with, who you associate with. So I think that's what more of ours is. Like, if I see a female I like her page. I'm like, okay, maybe I want to see what's up with her. I'm not looking in the comments. I don't really care about that. Followers, um, that's something you do look at because it's like, okay, if she has all these followers, then it'd be dudes who be thirsty. So they're going to be, so she's going to have a whole bunch of DMs. So that's one thing you're like, ah, okay, the followers really high. That's a little bit of, I don't feel like putting that work in. But um, it also goes back to, you got to search through, the mutuals, the tag photos to see who her friends are. Because last thing you want to do is slide in her DM and you get a, aren't you the same dude who was just talking to my friend last week? And it's like, oh man, there we go. Well, this is already clipped. No need for me to even continue this. And also, oh, another thing with that, females be, they trying to swear everybody's their sis. Everybody's their sis until they need something because that's when the shorty never show up. But Females always be like, you was just talking to my lab partner. That's not your friend. Like, stop thinking because I talked to your lab partner last semester means that that has anything to do with us. Or, yeah, you talked to my my roommate's cousin, baby mama, little sister. Okay. (laughs) I think that's a little dry. But, no, I do do understand where you're coming from. And I think that... It is important because it's like you will be seen as messy, though, if the relationship is just too close. I'm not saying that you can't date other people if that's the agreement that we've come to. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy, you can go out and date other people, but then don't think that like I'm going to think automatically because, of course, like, you know, females, we might feel like it is mandatory for us to like go through a guy's you know social media account or whatever but i think for guys it might not be as important but it just shows that you just don't care i think for me it just shows that you don't care if you don't see how close the circle is you should not be talking and i don't want nobody to take this as a shot if they listening but I don't want you to think that it's okay as a guy to be with me and talking to me and stuff or being like, you know, sexually active with me and then think that you can go talk to my homegirl's friend. (laughs) Because whether you see it that, and I might not know sis, but it's like whether you see it that way or not, that's messy. Because now my personal life is getting, my personal life is now affecting my friendship because now I'm, I'm indirectly putting my friend in the middle of that nonsense. Oh, man. So I, I think can... that it's about like, it's not the problem that you go and doing and doing what you're doing, but it's like, just don't make it, don't make it harder for yourself by messing with my friend's friend. Like, you think that we're not going to be in the same circle? You think that I'm not going to be around her? Who's to say that we kiki and we become close friends too? Like, it's it's not unheard of. Like, it's really not. Like, I know that. And I can, it, it's for, it's for guys as much as it is for, for girls. You will be introduced to some person, you know, somebody by your friend. 
And then all of a sudden, y'all start hanging out and y'all are friends now. Just as easy as that, your whole world can blow up in front of you because you're being messy. That's all it is. It's just being messy. Just I would agree with that. But me personally, I had an experience where females be messy and I don't even think they care. Because um, one time, a girl was in my DMs, sent me the um, eye emoji. Me, I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, I mean, I just dubbed it. I just didn't respond. Um, next thing you know, a week or two later, she and my man's DMs. Like, she's shooting her shot first. Not even like a we're shooting shot at. She's shooting her shot first. Mind you, you know that's my guy. Like, there's no debate about it, like, whatsoever. Like, everybody know me. They know my guy. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. It was like, thing oh, too. Really? <laughs> so it was like, really? Like, and bro been on my page. So it's not like, oh, I didn't even know y'all was close. Like, come on now. And you feel confident to do that. And it's like, my thing is, me and him joke about it. Oh, but you mean go ahead and do what I do. Females would not. They'd be like, oh, nah, he's a tree for that. What? I can't believe him. Da, 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 all this stuff. And it's like, it didn't work out with you two. So what does that have to do with him whatsoever? And this actually makes sense. I, this is one scenario I do want to ask you because it got brought up to me. Um, so what would you do in a situation if you're with one of your friends, right? And you're at a party or something like that. You see a guy, let's say, y'all see me at a party. Y'all like, oh, he's cute, whatever. And then your friend was like, oh, I got dibs on him. I want to go talk to him, right? I like him. That's mine. None of y'all look at him no more. It's click for y'all, right? Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, later that night in the party, I woke up to y'all, but I'm trying to talk to you and not your friend. Are you dubbing me because your friend called dibs? I think that if my friend... Never has had a conversation with you. Has never... You've never been in her DMs. Never. Never in her DMs, never in her messages, nothing. But I think you're cute. I would make sure that my sis is comfortable with it. But I would want my sis to kind of have my back on that low key. Mm -hmm. And know that, damn, if I'm interested, like... I want her to be like, go ahead, girl. Like, you got it. Like, he want you. Go ahead for it. And I've been in a situation like that where, you know, but I also think that, let me say, for those girls out there that, you know, are like, okay, I like him. Y'all can't have him. How do you know you like him? That, to me, is the biggest thing. I am not one to say that I like somebody. I have to know you to like you. And I think that people will use that like word a little too loosely. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you say, girl, I think he's cute. Okay, so we'll go with that. We'll change it to like, oh, he's cute. She's really attracted to him. So then in that situation, I wouldn't want her to feel uncomfortable about it. But I don't also, like, I'm not about to fight over no guy. So if she feels like, if she feels that it's that deep, then no, I'm not going to talk to you. But at the same time, then that's when I double back and have a conversation with her. Like, would you really fight me over somebody that's not neither of now ours? Like, Interesting. that would come, that would be a sticky situation. But, you know, if she were to just be like, yeah, girl, like, whatever. I wanted him, but he wants you. Go ahead. Go for it. Like, then I'm not really, I don't want to say like I'm looking for her blessing. But at the end of the day, my loyalty lies with her more than it does to you. So it's like, I've had this, before you came up to me in this party, I've had this friendship with this girl. Don't matter how long it was, because I came to the party with her, that's my girl, and I'm going to make sure that me and her are good before I even try and entertain you. Gotcha. Um, But that's just personally, you know, how I view things. I mean, I get that. When I was told the scenario, I said, wow, like... That's a little crazy to me that the friend would be like, oh, no, I don't want you to talk to him. Because it's like, like haven't been in the DMs, haven't communicated with them before, first time meeting each other. And it's like, now both of y'all leaving empty handed, as you can say, you mean? Like, mm-hmm. so who, so no one's winning it. It's like, not one person winning at all. So 
Um, I just think that's a little weird. But I know, like, from guys' perspectives, oh, you mean I really like old girl over there? I mean, well, not like she's really attractive over there. And then it just so happened her and her friends come up to us and she talks to my guy instead of me. That point, bro, go ahead, do you. Like, but I don't know. I guess females, the whole girl code is a little differently. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like to see each other eat, I guess. <laughs> don't don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah, I don't. But um oh, back to the social media though. Like we were talking about with the social media and all those things. And I'm not an advocate on the social media with people and these expectations. And like, because you can go on social media right now and you will see someone's story talking about, this is what I want. This is goals. I wish a guy could be like this, that, and the third. And it's like, all these people you're posting it's not as common as you think. Like you're creating these fairy tales in your head that it's like these people probably like this is probably one day out of the year. The three hundred other sixty four days they probably argue all the time. Like so, just live your life, have your relationship. Stop trying to have other people relationships just because it looks nice on social media. Be your relation. Be you. You mean only you can be. You, the how it goes, the doctor's use question. No one could be you than you. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> but um, how do you, I can I can say, well, I'm, I'm not going to ask you how you feel about it just yet. But I will say that in a lot of situations, moving a little bit on from social media, texting and FaceTime, how does that work in a situationship with guys? Because I think that... For me, if I'm in a talking stage with somebody that I at least feel like you're worth my time. Like, I might not see a relationship out of this or I might not see, like, anything crazy out of this. But I'll know that, like, I feel as though you're worth my time because I gave you my number, because we texted now. But it's like, what what does it mean if a if a guy don't text back till the next day? Or what does it mean if you like, hey, like, you know, I want to FaceTime, like, and he don't want to FaceTime? Or he he make up excuses on why he don't want to FaceTime, like, oh, I'm busy, or oh, I'm with the bros. But what? You was trying to talk to me. So what happened? Um, texting, I think that's, that's just people, um, like, whatever fits them best. Me... I'm really big into, like, I can get busy. Like, I get pretty busy at times. Like, I try to have things planned out. So, like, when I have free time and I text, I'm really good at texting, like, right away, back to back, boom, boom, boom. But then when I'm in, like, I start going through and I have, I am busy, then it becomes sporadic. And it might get to the point where, like, eh, I don't really feel like texting no more. Like, I'm just chilling off my phone or I'm just doing other things on my phone. It's not like you don't like them. But it's just, or you're not feeling them. It's just, I really just don't feel like talking right now. You mean I'm just, just chilling, vibing, and just doing my own thing. So I think females shouldn't read too much into that. Okay, all right. Um, I can definitely understand. Like for females, it can be a little frustrating when guys don't text back and things like that. But um, or don't want to FaceTime. But I could understand, like, where you're coming from in certain situations. You know, we don't expect you guys not to not be busy and doing things. But at the same time, it's like, I've heard from, you know, a lot of my girlfriends, like, oh, this guy, he ain't text me back in three days. It's like, what you been doing in three days? And, you know, like, me personally, I don't expect to hear from a guy every day. But then I know... That if we if we do text every day, and then all of a sudden you just drop off the face of the earth, like, hmm, what happened? You you get to know, like, in a talking stage, I feel like you get to learn, like, people's habits. So if we go from talking every day to only talking twice a week, then I'm, like, automatically, gonna I feel like, going to think that something happened. But that's just... I think... Maybe that's just like females reading a little bit more into a situation than guys do. 
Yeah, I say that's reading a little more into it because it's more like just doing your thing and it does go back to the whole that college world like when you're in that college world you have that easy access to talk consistently every day compared to that quote-unquote world where it's like yo if you go you mean a week without texting someone it's not that big of a deal you get to hit them but hey you trying to you trying to go get some drinks you're trying to go get dinner Let's catch up about what we missed for the week. You I mean it's nothing? It's not that deep. That's just what I think, and that's what I expect. But you know, each his own. So, do you have any last advice to the guys that are going through the talking stage? Um, advice for guys going through the talking stage: one, talk. Um, guys usually they know what they're looking for. If you know you're just trying to get some butt road then I, I never always say go ahead and tell them from the jump because a lot of females don't like that. But don't play with their emotions. I would say that. I mean, if you know you're going for just some, but don't play with their emotions. Don't get her emotionally invested. But um, definitely just talk, enjoy their company, vibe with them, and open communication. Let's see what you guys say for these females because woof. All right, I can say, ladies, definitely learn that you have to not expect so much from a guy during a talking stage, especially if it's not initiated from the beginning. If it's something that you're interested in and you feel that he might not be on the same page with you, to definitely be open to having that conversation. You know, even like we were speaking about before, hypotheticals, will help you like really get the answers that you need to know and how like he would truly be feeling about a situation but to just always remain like yourself never try and change yourself for a guy and to always show self-respect i think that's really big right now guys will only treat you the way that you portray yourself to be so always you know make sure that you're clear on you know how you feel about yourself and if you need a guy if you want a guy to respect you you got to respect yourself and you just got to make that clear from the beginning so yeah that's really it for this episode malik i thank you for joining us thanks for having me um it was a pleasure was all mine and hopefully one day you may invite me back on if not i know it wasn't good enough and i take that one on the chin i won't call you a dusty raggedy all that please don't please don't um yeah so that is the end of the episode um i look forward to talking to you guys on the next episode of forever in our 20s but as i end every episode to say nobody built like you you design yourself remember to always strive to be the best version of yourself and to inspire others see you on the next episode of forever in our 20s peace